inside me. I'm fading to black. I'm fading. Took an oath by the blood of my hand. Won't break it. I can taste it. The end is upon us. I swear. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. Imagine Dragons Natural on Island 1069 WIIS Key West. Good morning. I'm Gwen Filosa and with you for the show It's Too Early, broadcasting right off Duval Street in Key West, Florida. Thanks for joining me this morning. I'm super excited to have my guest. She's a comedian based in Miami. We have a lot to talk about. Carmen Zita, good morning. Good morning, Gwen. How are you? I'm good. Now, now is this too early for you? A little bit. A little bit. Not gonna <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> You're a comedian. You're calm. You're up. You're up. You're up late. Exactly. Which means I should be sleeping right now. Yeah. You're going to age me. <laughs> That's what we do here. That's because I, I always ask a guest that because some people are like, no, I've been up since five. And I'm like, weird. Uh, but um, uh, but now, now you're from Miami, correct? That's right. Born and raised. Yeah. One of the few locals i when i i love to meet people that are actually from miami and um what was it like growing up what was your experience uh i love miami i'm cuban-american so for me not difficult (laughs) it's kind of just like where we all showed up and stayed uh you know and all of my friends kind of grew up like i did although there's a lot of diversity here which is great Mm -hmm. now as an adult when i travel out I can actually see how much more diverse South Florida is in a lot of places. It's kind of why I haven't left. I'm a big fan of just different types of people and cultures. So, My, Miami just has an energy that I admire. Like it, it's it's um it's so big and expensive, and you know the driving I, I don't understand because I live down here. But um, it just has an energy <laughs> to it that I like, in just a flavor. Yeah, it definitely does. And like, there's so many little pockets that you could go to where the vibe is different. And, you know, don't get me wrong. We also have the benefit of the keys being right there. Right. I Mm -hmm. mean, as a kid, it was Orlando or the keys, right? Like that was family vacations. So the keys is like second home to me too. Oh, really? That's that's a whole other island. Like my parents are huge fishing enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. So that was just part of it. So you'd come to the keys. Did, Did you come all the way down to Key West or were you more like upper keys? Uh, more like upper keys when I was a kid. And then, of course, when I got older and it made more sense, <laughs> 21 and over, <laughs> I would make it all the way down to Key West. I like it. Now, so I know people here that will go to Orlando, go to Disney and stuff just because it's it's they're like, well, where else can I go that's six hours away? Or did you were you a big fan of the Disney theme parks or were you guys just going there? I mean, you know, I went a lot as a kid. So as an adult, I think I go like once every, you know, seven to 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, you know, as you get older, the crowds, you're like, ah. I also don't have kids, which is great. So oh. I also feel, I feel a little creepy sometimes too now when I go to Disney. <laughs> no, you should. Everyone, lots of adults. Just like a people, little. People get married there, Carmen. Ah, uh, 
People with a lot of expendable income get married there. That's that's who gets married there. I, I've I've never been other than when I was like seven, and I ha- I remember having a pretty good time there. But I just I, I am I just a, a stick in the mud or something. I just I'm like mm, just too many people, too expensive. I mean, I don't blame you. Also, it's embarrassing for me to go because every time I go, I do cry like oh, a child. That's so sweet. Like I'm not. I get emotional. I was like, I can't be here. Um, so it's it's a lot for me to go to Disney. <laughs> but you get thing. you get emotional because you just you love the Magic Kingdom, or it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, because there's too many damn kids. Uh, no, I get <laughs> I get emotional because you know it's I feel like a kid again, it is and then I cry, magical. and then my husband's like, "What?" and I'm like, "Just take me home." That's so um, sweet. <laughs> That's the sweetest thing I've heard like in a long time. That's that's it's, great. Now, um, how long good. have you been doing stand up? Uh, I've been well. I've been doing comedy now for like eight years, and stand up specifically for about two. Um, I used to do a lot of improv comedy uh, over the years, and then I kind of just evolved into this space. It was something I was always too scared to do, and then once I got into my thirties, I was like, "Well, you're not getting any younger." So. <laughs> So get her done or it's not happening. Um, and I finally pushed myself into it. And uh, and I love it. And I took to it like a fish to water. Yeah. And I love talking to comedians that, that stand-ups that have the improv background. Improv seems so hard to me. Like I've, I I do a little stand-up, not comparing myself to you. I've been doing it for a while, a little, several years, a few years. And um, it, improv just seems really, uh, there's no net to catch you. I mean, I feel the opposite because in, in improv, you're in an ensemble, like you have a group of people. And when a scene is not going well, part of it is like saving each other, oh, like coming in and like saving your partner type of thing. When stand up, it's just you, you know, and you know, when it doesn't go well, it really doesn't go well. <laughs> Can't and be... there, there's, there's not a lot to save you. <laughs> Can't be blaming anybody. No, it, it's uh, it's it's sure. always it's always a, but it, it I just I, I I've never thought I could do it, and it's just so much. I don't want to say fun. It's just it's exciting to make people laugh. Yeah, always. Cause I mean, I think you should try it. I would say yeah. if you already jumped off a cliff and did stand up, improv is going to feel like nothing. That's so that's so cool. I haven't heard that. Um, how would you describe the, your material? I, I saw some videos online and um, you're you're super funny, hilarious. Um, oh, thank you. Very, you seem like you're just so natural on stage. Um, what, what, how would you describe what the material you do or where, where do you draw from? So um, a lot of it comes from being married. Um, so I, I make a lot of jokes about that. I've been with my husband for you know, it's going to be 13 years and I'm only 35. Wow. So we, we, we got together pretty young, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, once you've been with someone so long, you know why people kill people. Um, that's <laughs> like, so that instead of doing that, I was like, I'm going to make a joke about it instead. Um, so I talk about that. I talk about feminism cause that's a complicated issue. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and now I'm starting to talk a little bit more about like my parents and my my mom you know as you i'm sure like as you have aging parents they just become so much they almost become children themselves um so i'm starting to incorporate that just just life man i'm I'm not a big observational kind of comic i'm really just drawing from my life and what it feels like to be me right now and then hopefully other people are like yes i feel that way too i had um 
uh, I, I did an OnlyFans joke of the other night, and um, I kept thinking, what if the audience doesn't know? They clearly didn't know what OnlyFans was. I mean, four people were like, oh, yeah. And, there um, it is. It really, I was like, there's a thing called the internet, people. I mean, they just didn't know what, what, uh, what was going on. I thought that was a gold mine, the OnlyFans. Right, right. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too, right? It's like, you don't know the audience you're going to get until you get to a venue, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now you have, like, you have, like, these Gen Z kids... So I'll make a joke, an older reference, a movie or something. They have no idea what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And then if I've got like a much older crowd, again, I'll make something, you know, I'm a, technically a millennial, a very old millennial, but still a millennial. Um, I'll make a joke about that and they'll just kind of be like, nope. So it's so hard to kind of find those very general common threads that most of us have. And usually like relationships and parents. Mm are the things we all generally have. <laughs> One thing I, I don't know if just women do this, but the, someone told me a while ago to, to watch the self-deprecating stuff. They're like, don't be, it's not good for you to, to be constantly like, oh, I'm single and big shock. And what, what do you think about, do you talk a lot about your, your obviously you talk about yourself, but I mean, what, what do you think about that? Like what, what, what's the difference between laughing at yourself and your life and then sort of being maybe too hard? I think that there's a balance. There's definitely, I, I've tried a few more self-deprecating jokes in the past. The problem that happens is that the audience feels bad for you. Yeah. So then instead of getting a laugh, you get an aww. <laughs> I've gotten the so, And you don't want it. This isn't therapy. I don't want an awe from you. <laughs> um, so you, honestly, like, I don't think you should throw away a self-deprecating joke. I think you just need to find the way to say it so that they don't feel bad for you. Because I get away with saying certain things that I probably mm -hmm. can't say on the radio. And I'm getting away with it. Because I'm just figuring out what's the way to make it funny enough that they're like, oh, that's hilarious. They'll, they might be like, that's messed up, but that's hilarious. <laughs> There's always a couple of people that get really serious. They'll go, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, it's yeah. a joke, lady. It's like, the, they're oh. so into it, though. I, I love the connection. But I'm like, I want to go tell them it's okay. Don't, don't worry yeah. about you, me. You want to make the vibe weird. Talk about death. Let's, oh. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. I've done that. I've done that for like people because I wanted my my dog died earlier this year. And it was devastating, but I, there was a couple there were a couple of things like he he dropped that at the vet, so it saved me like five grand. And uh, but no, the vet people were like too Stop. soon, too soon, and everyone's Stop. like, do not get on stage and say. But what what about death? Um, because I mean, every there's humor in everything, right? I think so. I mean, oh God, I I think I can kind of tell it quickly. Um. I have an ex that passed away, right? Mm -hmm. We weren't together. I was already with my husband. Um, but it wasn't a good relationship, right? So ex-boyfriend, terrible relationship. He passed away. Um, and of course, I mourned him like a, like a normal person would. But at the same time, I still couldn't help but have that like post-breakup satisfaction when you're the one that's like more successful after the breakup. Like, you know, I, I, I totally that's that's funny. Sorry, audience. When you're the that's one, hilarious. <laughs> when you're the one that's moved on first, although technically he moved on first. You know what I'm saying? No, you're, like you're, that's, you're here to tell the tale. <laughs> I'm just you're controlling I'm the just narrative. You, yeah. Like, you know, you can't help it. And and I'm, and the, I'm doing better. The, the the humor like that, I think it just kind of it, it it takes some of this thing out of it. I don't know. It's it levity is it's important. It's like therapy, man. It's it so really like is. Therapy. It is like therapy. It's so like 
therapy. Now, I I do want to ask you've been that's a long time to be married, 13 years. I mean, that's I know. you're I mean, in Hollywood standards, you're you're it's I mean, golden anniversary. It's like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell up in this house. Exactly. That's essentially what we're talking about. And it must be a gold mine like you were saying for material. <sighs> yeah, it is. Um, it is. The, I there's a, go ahead. Oh no, 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 I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Oh, no, there's a lot of it that I can't tell um, <laughs> just because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of it I can't tell necessarily on the air. It, gotcha. You know, it's nothing gross either. It's nothing gross. Um, but, you know, there's a certain set of, of pictures that women don't like to receive. Yes. Oh, from I men. gotcha. I think I think. I'm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, like, I kind of wish I still got those kind of pictures. But like, to be <laughs> fair, the last time I got one of those, I had a flip phone. So that's. <laughs> And that's a different situation, right? One by one inch pixelated screen, not the same as a 6.5 inch rendered display I, screen. That's all I'm saying. I never so, thought of that. That is a different I'm just image. Saying. That is a different. That's when that trend, that's when that trend went away. And people don't realize that they blame the girls and I blame the iPhone. That's <laughs> what people don't realize. The iPhone is nothing but trouble. It's, um, uh, yeah. but uh, now you're on Instagram and, um, there, there's some videos available. Um, wh what about social media? Does, do you get nervous or are you kind of, um, think a lot before getting on social media? Cause it's, I don't know if you knew Twitter is an angry place. Yes, I, uh, I do know Twitter is an angry place. I only use it to complain, um, about companies that do me wrong because that's where they answer you the quickest pro tip. And the, uh, on Instagram, like, you know, if you go on it, mostly I post about my shows, mm -hmm. um, and like photos. I'm not big on posting videos of my jokes and stuff because I, I'm not a, like a one-liner type of comic. I'm like kind of like a storytelling comic. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's certain jokes that I tell that if you didn't hear how I set it up, yeah. You might cancel me. You might. You just might. I feel the same way. Me. I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want people to go. Wait a second. In 1983, I heard something that sounded like that, or you know, and in, in in the whole um, yeah, I, I don't yeah. want the attention. I don't need. I don't need that kind of um, microscope. <laughs> yeah, and like, come to the show and see it live. Like, if there's anything that the pandemic taught me as a comic is that some things will never be replaced by a computer. Mm. You know what I mean? Like stand-up on television versus stand-up or stand-up on Zoom. I don't know if you ever did that, but that is rough. Yeah, it was tough. My uh, favorite rough. thing, I only did it a couple of times, but one time you could kind of hear laughter. But at one point I looked and the people on the couch had gotten up and left. So it was an empty couch. And I just, there it is. I started laughing a little bit, but I, it, it hurt. Oh, yeah. It's it's rough, man. And Zoom is like everyone's on mute usually. So you're just telling jokes and like you can't hear any responses. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, I'm going to power through this. <laughs> Terrible. I'm on there for meetings. And I, it, there's always someone sleeping or eating mm -hmm. yogurt. It, 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 eating yogurt. That's gross. I'm just like, what <laughs> That's are the you? food of choice. I see a lot of yogurt and or they're cutting up vegetables. I'm like, we can see you, lady and gentlemen. We can we can see. Um, but you're right. It 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 did teach us that uh, that being out there is is a little bit more. Yeah, and the, the, doing the comedy online is kind of tough. Rough, man. Ugh, not <laughs> so rough. Not fun. Carmen Zita, thank you so much for getting up early and coming on the show. Um, continued success. Follow her on Instagram. Check out. I'm, you're doing a lot of shows um, in South Florida. And, uh, yeah, 
Um, I got a, a bunch of shows. Um, I've got one going on. It's a place called Branded Brewery. If anyone comes up here, another place called Lincoln's Beard. Also, Gwen, you want to come up and do stand up in Miami? Just reach out. And when I'm in the Keys, let's connect. Let's. Uh, thank let's you so it. much. I I did one time. I did something at the Have Nots. Oh, just a tiny yeah. set. It was great. Great people. That's awesome. Um, they the were. The scene in Miami's growing. I mm-hmm. tell you. So it's my one you come credit. Up, visit me. It's my one credit. Let's do it. I will do that. Carmen, have a great day. Keep in touch. Awesome, Gwen. You too. Bye. And thank you all for tuning in this morning to It's Too Early. I'm here daily at 8.15. I'm going to play a song, and then we'll come back with some headlines and a look at your weather forecast. But let's play Marshmallow. This is you. And um, stick around, everybody. Moments when I hear my voice But don't feel like myself Wish I could hold you 